With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Do you believe you can live a pain-free, vital life? Do you want to step back into your power and share your gifts with the world? Are you ready to make a commitment to you? It's time to reclaim your inheritance as a self-healer. Welcome to The Nature of Healing. Hello, healers. I'm Roseanne. And today I want to go into discussion about the age of victimhood. I believe that that is where we as Americans find ourselves today. In fact, I think much of the world probably feels like they are in this age. Um, and I also want to say that I think it's a paradigm that's on its way out. Now, I wrote about this in a blog a year ago, and I'm going to take a couple quotes from it as we go through this discussion to kind of express what victimhood is. So once we know what it is, we can better deal with it so we can move forward, right? So here's a quote from Alex Blackwell, who's an author. And he says, everyone is a victim at some point in their life. And there's no doubt that terrible things may have happened to you that were unfair. But seeing yourself as a victim is being focused on the past. Instead, look forward to who you can be today, master of your destiny. In a sense, I think many of us have fallen into a trap of our own making, which is victimhood. And it is a woe is me state of being. And here in the state, we find that we're codependent. When we're codependent, we tend to self-censor. We censor ourselves in favor of expert opinion or authority. We accept others to tell us who we are and what to do. And, you know, when you kind of dig below the surface, you find that for the most part, this is all a game. And by that, I mean that, well, first, I'd like you to suspend disbelief for a moment. <laughs> I'm, I'm asking you to do that a lot. But we need to suspend disbelief to really get to the guts of this, to understand that life here on earth is a game designed within a hologram. So when we just suspend disbelief, we can see that we live in a holographic matrix that we call earth. The matrix is a grid that overlays earth. Earth itself, earth herself is a conscious being like we are. So on one level, we, like Earth, are this conscious being. We're consciousness. We're part of the greater consciousness. And on another level, we're here in these Earth suits participating in a game on a grid made of electromagnetic frequencies, which are the building blocks of this hologram, this matrix. Okay, so you still with me? Good. I'll take that as a yes. <laughs> I'll take your silence as a yes. So if we are players on this game, who controls the game? We were never really told that. 
but I believe that game masters control the game and they have neglected to tell us that we are using electromagnetic frequencies and that we are electromagnetic beings. And as such, we co-create in this game just by the nature of who we are. See, they know the nature of this game and they understand how to play with frequencies, these masters. They just haven't told us. And thanks to these earth suits, we are able to do whatever they are. But we're also much more than frequencies. And I want to put that right out there because if we focus on the earth suit, whether just the physicalness of it or the frequency part of it, we neglect the greater self, who we really are, that we are an aspect of spirit that lives outside the matrix. So really, we have one foot in each world, okay? The matrix is a hologram. What is a hologram? It is where every part reflects the whole. So it's like uh, understanding Chinese medicine and acupuncture. You are using points on the body to affect an effect on the system as a whole. Or in reflexology, you're using reflexes or points on the body to affect an organ system that corresponds to that point, that reflex. Here in the matrix, everything has poles. Everything has its pair of opposites. These opposites are identical in nature, but different in degree. Heat and cold are varying degrees of temperature and light and dark, hard and soft positive and negative, all are varying degrees on a continuum. So does everybody get that? But we settle into groups of opposing sides without understanding that we're all part of a continuum. We're all part of the same whole source. So we obediently line up on a grid, you know, this grid that's made without our consent, without our knowledge. So we separate ourselves into right versus left, blue versus red, pawn versus knight. And in our squares, and our little boxes, we become complacent in our groups. But as we find in all groups, groups tend to be prone to infighting and fighting with other groups. So this, you know, segregation that we put ourselves into is not our natural state. Through our consent to the rules, we stay within the lines because the elite, you know, the politicians, the professors, the priests, the doctors, the lawyers, the presidents, because they tell us they are here to protect us from ourselves, but we must stay within the lines of the grid. And we believe them, right? We have laws to, to tell us what they'll do to us if we, if we don't follow the rules. They have jails to show us what they'll do to us if we don't follow the rules. <laughs> we, however, do not see the word author in authority. So by consent or by our silent acquiescence, where we don't say anything, we put down our pens to allow others to write our stories for us and be responsible for us. That's how they protect us from ourselves. We are putting down the pens that write our lives. 
Americans have become victims, unable to defend ourselves. We can't defend ourselves or our families, our communities, or our country. The appearance of freedom is an illusion where both sides of a debate are controlled at the top. And any natural disaster or act of terrorism, as we have all seen, becomes an opportunity for opportunists to remove more freedoms. It's all set up. Problem, reaction, solution, right? The Hegelian dialectic. It's used all the time. We see it blazoned all over the media. The media is what I call the fourth branch of government. They are there as a spokesperson of the opportunists. It is the establishment that sets up the fault by framing all debate as pro versus anti. They keep the discussion focused on the science. They tend to anyway. And the science is what protects the establishment by keeping everyone distracted in debate because science is debatable by its very nature. It's argumentative. Science cannot solve the world's problems or come to any broad conclusions since it deals in value judgments, not morals, not right or wrong. Science can only ask a question and provide an answer for a defined set of parameters. So while everyone's talking and arguing about the science, trying to get a consensus that will never happen, mandates that take away freedoms are rolled out. And as compliant victims, everybody consents to that. They, even if they say nothing, they obey. In the Matrix, the game masters tell the players that they are granted more freedoms than other nations and more rights than other people. The masters omit the fact that inherent rights can never be granted or denied by another. Your rights granted by the state are really privileges that can be taken away by the whim of the state. That is the opposite of freedom. As game authors, however, it is their self-imposed right to deceive us. But life and truth is ever-evolving in multiple dimensions. Science is only one point on a continuum of truth. Anything else is called scientism. And that's a religion based in the belief that only scientific claims are meaningful. Scientism is led by the false messenger. So I'm introducing a new term. What is a false messenger? Well, it's found in every movement, the truth movement, the health movement. It is a wolf in sheep's clothing. We need to be aware of this person because this is controlled opposition. He undermines or she undermines the work of all the grassroots, the people who are working as individuals for the betterment of all. He or she focuses on the science as a ruse. This person gets all the media exposure, even in the independent media. On YouTube, this person will have over 150,000 members, subscribers while other people who tell the same truth but are not part of this group will have very few. YouTube, for the most part, is a ruse. They control who sees what and what gets aired versus what gets censored. 
So if you're on YouTube and, and putting out a good message uh, that's truth-worthy, you might not be getting many views because they're going to uh, limit who can see what you put out. On the other hand, if you are getting millions of views, then you have to question that source. This false messenger is specifically selected to undermine and garble the message of truth and freedom and must therefore toe the party line or he or she will not be chosen to be the voice of the people. So as a way to identify some of these people, they often use charisma and charm to win people over, but they do not have mutual or reciprocal relationships. Right? These people are elite. They are often guarded. To them, people can be used, possessed, exploited, controlled, rather than loved. Their methods are cunning. These wolves in sheep's clothing appear less aggressive than the establishment wolves, but they are narcissists. Being right is a personality trait, and they will do whatever they need to in order to stay on top of their game. Under a system of organized crime that defrauds the public to spread a controlled message, those who are able to see the ruse must have an open mind for the new information to get in. You must be able to weigh the information in a new way, not by thinking with the mind, but by feeling it through the heart and using your intuition. You must step outside of your own head and be the observer. You must not associate with fraudsters. You must take back the narrative and change the words that they use so that you have your own pen back, so you become the author again. If you don't take back the language, then you're lost sheep. And, you know, how can we trust in the truth movement or any grassroots movement if we're not speaking from a new narrative, not the old worn out one? So, for instance, when there are demonstrations held at capitals in your city and there's a D.C. Capitol plan that wants to set up all the state demonstrations under their terms, under their dates and times, under their headings, under their slogans and narratives. That's a time to question whether or not you want to do that movement, when you, whether you want to participate in that or create your own on a different day, right? If you're trying to target legislators for your cause, you don't have your your demonstration at the Capitol on a Saturday. That's how DC movements run. They don't want you to communicate with the people that you need to connect with. It's a ruse. It's a game. And we have to play the game better than they do. So what do you do? You hold those meetings or gatherings during the week when you can speak with your legislator. Now, I'm not saying that that's the only way to make change because if that does not work, as we're starting to see in certain states, then we need to do things differently. But at this point, it's worth a try. But we can make change happen. When we generate a thought or an idea, when we gather information and put it into action, that is exactly how we co-create. Co-creation is not something magical because magic would mean that only some have the secret knowledge. 
we can co-create by dissolving things too, right? But we have to be focused on what we want to achieve. If we don't have a good strategy with an end goal, if we're not accomplishing what we set out to do, why do it, right? If we're, if we're so focused on securing freedom, then we can't be victims. We need to shift our perception. Here is where imagination comes into play, right? Imagine being unbounded. If you can do that, opportunity will exist at every turn because you don't see limitations. But if you set up limitations, you will run into those as roadblocks. We only need to give ourselves permission to step outside the lines and proceed forward. Now is the time to make a move. Okay, now we're going to go a little bit outside the box again. On this third dimensional earth, we are experiencing the so-called cyclical winds of change. According to various cultures who, you know, look at the stars, which is a part of the program by, um, in the matrix, by the way, astrology is part of the matrix. And you can get information from that. So according to these indications, Earth is now completing a 26,000 wave cycle within a 260,000 year grand cycle of completion. This is a programmable cycle. And this juxtaposition is set to bring forth a golden age, whatever that means. But that offers up options for changing direction. Why do we have to abide by this program of cycles if it takes us in a direction we don't want to go? I mean, what better excuse than a change of the ages to make a clear change out of the cycle and out of victimhood? Now, as a healer, I like to use the body as a metaphor. The body shows us that we are no more victims of our genes than we are victims of government, right? The body frees itself from dis-ease, not by fighting the old dying obsolete cells with poisons, but by creating new cells with nourishment. The natural state of the body is the vibration of health when the body is in balance. So we only have to look to the body to see what we need to do to find balance outside of us because everything that happens on the outside is a reflection of what happens inside. That idea of as within, so without, or the microcosm is the macrocosm, that is truth. To raise ourselves up, we must embody balance in all our dimensions body, mind, soul, heart, spirit, all of those. We must merge our dual aspects of shadow and light and connect to ourselves on a higher level as individuals first and foremost. Some people call this connection to a higher level our higher self. Some call it the true self. Some call it the God self. Whatever you call it, call it up. As creators, we fuel ourselves from that power within, which is connected to a universal source, God source. We are individuals' expression of a greater source, all connected. Therefore, if we can write reality as authors, we can also write reality as movers and shakers. We only need to flip the script. First, we need to 
know the script, and then we need to flip it. In a dual reality that we have, we can become masterful by choosing to work with that intention. Here's a great quote from Viktor Frankl, who said, everything can be taken from a man but one thing, the last of human freedoms to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way, end quote. So first we embody individual freedom. By doing so, we then become examples for others to do the same. Freedom doesn't happen in groups. It happens in each of us first, and then it spreads. The energy of empowerment within each of us ripples out to affect those around us until the reality of freedom takes shape and we see it. So how do we co-create a new paradigm, say one of peace? Because if we have freedom, we must have peace. Well, since we participate in this duality construct, we can choose not to fight, not to battle. And when we do this, we are no longer victims of a construct that tells us to fight and to battle. We see that our power comes by our own choices. And they don't have to be the choices of authority. We are no longer victims of masters who keep us divided to conquer our attitudes. When we accept that victimhood is transformed through the heart. Knowing we are conscious co-creators, we can come together and create a new reality simply by choosing it and playing the part, playing the role, being the author, taking up your pen. (laughs) I hope these ideas and concepts help you as you navigate this quickly changing world. Remember what happens on the outside is a reflection of what's happening inside. Look around. Are you grounded? I know I often think about how to find balance amidst these many crises that are created by those who understand how to outmaneuver the matrix, but they don't have to be the only ones. We can balance that out by knowing how to co-create in our own lives. Once we know how they operate, we can shut the game down simply by choosing to go in a different direction. And I would say that direction would be inward to the heart. More on these ideas coming up in my next book, which is almost finished, but then it has to be edited. Um, Know any good editors out there? (laughs) I have a few, but if you have any ideas, send them to me. Take care, everyone. And until next time, lots of love. Visit or consult with Roseanne Lindsay, naturopath at natureofhealing.org where you can find her books at her website and at amazon.com With Lucky Land Slots you can get lucky just about anywhere Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry In that case, I pronounce you lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.